The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to the Shine Mighty podcast with me, Nadia Feiner. Um, today it's just me and we're going to be talking about job interviews. Um, okay, <laughs> job interviews um, can be a really scary thing for us, particularly when we're shy. The idea of um, kind of being um, under pressure, performing under pressure and having to answer questions that, um, you know, when people are looking at us, that's not fun, but we want to show ourselves off to our best. And often um, we know we're capable of doing the job. Um, we deserve the job even. It's just that we need to convince the interviewer that we are um, the one that they the one that they want, the one they've been looking for. Um, And that's obviously where this beautiful process called the job interview comes in. And um, although at first kind of glance or panic, it doesn't seem like something which maybe we are well suited for. I actually think we can work um, the job interview um, to our advantage. And there's plenty of techniques we can use that will... um, help us show ourselves and our skills and talents in the best light. Okay, so so what I'm thinking is that we should look at it in terms of how to ace a job interview um, when you're a shy person, not how to pretend to be something you're not. I I mean the worst possible thing you could do is to kind of swagger in there being all you know rah 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 here I am move over people I'm the one you know I can't even do a good impression of it it's that um unnatural (laughs) for me to be like that so what we're going to do instead is be ourselves and we're going to use some techniques to help um to help us perform and this um these techniques are not just um relevant for a job interview um they might work for example um i'm going to be um interviewed um on the radio so these kinds of techniques also work in those situations too potentially anything where you're sort of being put on the spot or asked questions um in a pressurized I can't say it in a pressurized situation um this stuff's gonna help so yeah first point is be we're being ourselves and we're finding ways to um just show how mighty we are rather than um being something we're not or rather than sort of overcoming um our shyness and I think um I'm not here to kind of lecture you or shout at you (laughs) clearly 
shouting isn't really my thing um and I know that often the kind of advice you get is from people who um they don't know what this stuff's like maybe and they deliver it in a way they deliver advice in a way that often I find it so kind of you know don't be shy just get on with it that kind of thing and it's it doesn't work for everybody and particularly when people don't understand how you're feeling so let me reassure you that I get it I know what you're going through and um I've been there too so I've pulled this guide together um and you um yeah you can go through it all um online on the website as well as listening to this so there's plenty of tips it's all written out as well um if you head over to shinemighty.com forward slash job dash interview um there's plenty more there for you to read through okay so let's let's get started shall we so this is how to ace that job interview when you're a shy person so the first um, the first section, I guess, of this um, is about preparation. Now, I would say that preparation is key in loads of situations, particularly when you're shy. If you can prepare, make sure you've got um, the knowledge, um, the materials, um, everything like questions, everything, sorted out beforehand um it takes the pressure off there's no flapping around no worrying you know no having to wing it we're not necessarily great at winging it or blagging it and so um preparation is key now the things that you're going to prepare firstly is understanding and the job description I've had job interviews in the past where I've thought, ah, you know, it'll be fine. It's just, um, I'll just get a sense of it. Like, clearly they just whacked that job description together. Well, no. <laughs> People spend a lot of time writing job descriptions and it's almost like a puzzle. The person they're looking for is in that description. All the skills they need in the description they're telling you what they want. And so a bit like answering a question in an exam, um, it's up to us to dissect the description and understand what they're trying to tell us and what they're looking to hear. So if you have a look at the description and the skills that they're looking for, then you can work out which bits of your expertise and experience and success relates to each of those points. I would look for examples for each of the points if you can and then you can discuss them um, when they ask you and you're pretty kind of sure that they're going to run through these things because they're in the description. So if you can illustrate um, that you have skills and experience relating to each of the things that they're looking for, it's not really uh, rocket science to guess that they're going to ask they're going to ask you about these things so let's prep that ahead of time um being lazy (laughs) um in that area is not really an option 
you know, that is so important to do that, to look at the job description and understand it in detail and kind of dig into it a bit, like with a magnifying glass almost and think, what are they trying to say here? What are they really looking for? How have I um, exhibited that skill in my career so far? Next, I want you to think about the company, the organisation, um, and find out as much as you can about it in advance. Now, I'm not just saying reading their annual report, although that could be an option, but looking on their website, reading up about trends in the industry, um, where were they covered in the news, um, doing a bit of digging is really going to help you understand what they're looking for, but also the kinds of challenges and things they're facing um, internally, um, so that when you're (coughs) understanding the kind of challenges they're facing, the kind of issues, the kind of risks, um, the opportunities that lie ahead for them, if you get that, then when you're talking um, in the interview, you can sound well informed, you can sound like you've thought things through, like you're ahead of the game rather than just taking everything at face value. Now, job interviews, um, they're not really very surprising. Um it's unusual to be asked questions that have never been asked before in the history of all job interviews ever. They're standard questions, really, um, maybe worded differently, but questions that get asked over and over again, and chances are you've been asked those questions in job interviews before. And also, if you do a bit of research online, you'll find that there are lists of standard questions that people tend to ask. So what I would do is research those and have a think about your answers to those questions. It's obvious really, but you know, the whole, where do you see yourself in five years from now? What's your biggest weakness? And um, obvious here, uh, why do you want to work for us? You need to have compelling answers to questions like that before you go in, things that you've thought through so that when you get in there, you're not like, uh, <laughs> and making stuff up because you've already thought it through. And knowing that you've thought it through and you know what you want to say and that you've picked answers which maybe demonstrate some of the skills they're looking for as well, that would be extra clever, um, you're going to feel much more relaxed because you're prepared. Another great way of preparing is to have a portfolio which you bring with you. Now, if you're a photographer or an artist or an architect, for example, you'd be used to doing this. You would have examples of your work which you put together in a portfolio. But for many of us, we don't really have portfolios as such in our in our line of work. But why not? It's a really good way to... Um, to showcase the things you've achieved and as a shy person 
it can be a bit tricky uh, talking through achievements. Like we don't like to brag about things and it can make us feel a bit uncomfortable. Whereas if you've literally got a folder with those nice plastic um, sleeves, you know, the kind where you slide in the bits of paper, slide in the paper and um, make it look super smart. And then you can flick through and show people some examples of projects that you've run, for example, pieces of press coverage you received, awards you won, um, nice quotes or testimonials from happy clients, that kind of thing. Um, it's a bit easier to kind of show people and talk it through than to just kind of make it up on the spot. Um, particularly when you don't always feel comfortable um, sharing your successes. At the end of an interview, you know they're going to ask you whether you've got any questions. We know this is going to happen. It always happens. Um, so what are you going to do? Just know that and do nothing. Or are you going to prepare and have a few questions up your sleeve? I don't even think it's bad to write down those questions on a little card, for example, and have it in the back of your portfolio. Um, so that you look like you've thought it through, you're prepared. And if you suddenly have a mind blank, um, you've got those questions ready. The key here, I think, is to have questions which are well thought out, not just complete cliches, um, and are personalised to you and show that you know a little bit about the organisation. Um, I don't recommend just winging it at this point or going, no, no, I'm fine, no questions. Um, you want to show that you've got... Um, a bit of initiative about you and you can easily prepare those ahead of time. Let's talk first impressions. Again, this is funny because I've put this in the, f the preparation section, but we know first impressions are really important. We know people judge us in about 60 seconds and from some of the stuff I've been learning, um, it turns out that maybe that interview is won or lost in those moments. So it's within our power to do something about this because we don't want to lose out um, if we make a kind of slightly damp first impression. Um, if we're shy and nervous and we kind of we we seem hesitant or we're not making eye contact and we, we, we fail to kind of connect with the interviewer, um, there's a risk that we could make a bad first impression and then lose out. So what we're going to do um, is work on it <laughs> beforehand. I mean, we don't often practice our handshake, let alone shaking hands, eye contact, smiling. Um, and when we're nervous or feeling a bit embarrassed, it can be something which um, lets us down. So I challenge you to practice this with a friend. Um, and then even if you get the chance before the interview, practice it with people you don't know that you greet naturally, um, perhaps for work. 
So a firm handshake, you don't want to break their wrist or crush their fingers, um, but it needs to be firm enough to say, you know, I know what I'm doing, I'm confident in my abilities. Um, If it's a kind of damp, wet fish and it's all floppy um, and your hand is all sweaty, then people feel very uncomfortable. So we need to practice a confident handshake. And even better, when you shake hands, Um, You want to look the person in the eye and smile, if possible. I know this is, I mean, deeply uncomfortable, but the more you practice, I promise it gets easier. Um, You don't have to sort of stare them down, (laughs) Um, but a, a moment of eye contact is all it takes, I think, to build rapport. So smile, look them in the eye, shake the hand, nice to meet you. Okay, and practice that over and over again um, till you get it so it feels comfortable, you know, so that when you go into the interview, it's like, okay, now I'm doing that handshake thing. I'm going to go and do it and you do it. Okay, um, it's as simple as that. Now, practicing um, is a really good idea for the whole interview, if you can, I would if possible, recruit a friend or family member to interview you um, using the questions that you've prepared um, so you get used to doing a run-through. I would say ideally it's a friend from work. Maybe you can sneak into a spare office or something like that and practice it together so it's in a kind of work environment. Maybe, obviously, you don't want to reveal if you're looking for a job outside of work, but um, then it might be better to do it at home. But I think if you can do it in a kind of office-y situation or a situation or setup that reflects where you're likely to be, that would be good. And if possible, yeah, do a run-through of the whole thing. Um, Just to kind of put yourself at ease and realise where... It's realising where you maybe lack preparation, where you need to work on something or you've you've skipped a bit or you're not quite sure what to say. Just being aware of it, then you can go off and work on it. Now, what to wear. I want you to dress for success. Um, and for me, this means dressing um, in a way which is authentic to you, a way that you feel comfortable, but also in a way which sends a message that you're serious about the job. It may not be the time for the wackiest of outfits, depending on where you've applied for the job. So um, you might want to tone things down slightly. Um, But the main thing is you look smart and polished um, and that when you sit down, it's comfortable. If you get a bit sweaty, you're not going to get sweat patches um, and everything that you're wearing looks kind of professional. You want to look confident, a little bit powerful. So maybe a little heel um, or a big heel, um, a tie, if that makes you feel more powerful. Um, I remember... I went when I was younger I went through this phase of wearing a tie to work um because I don't know I felt kind of cool a bit I was wearing a slightly more sort of masculine outfit 
with a tie and I felt really powerful and strong at that point um I think it was definitely the tie that did it um yeah so men probably want to wear a tie if it's appropriate I guess you want to look at what people in the office wear or the place that you've applied what do they wear and maybe go in a bit smarter than that just to show that you've made an effort and it's things like, I mean, I'm not your mum, but polish your shoes and your nails, at least clean your nails. Um, you want to look fresh, or as my son Jacob would say, you want to look fresh as a kebab. <laughs> and I just think that cracks me up because a, cab- a kebab is not fresh. <laughs> a kebab, <laughs> of all the things to be as fresh as, I wouldn't say a kebab was the thing. But anyway, um, you want to look as fresh as a kebab. And I think, as a general rule, I would avoid pale blue shirts because you don't want to have sweat patches. Um, And you don't want to wear something really tight that when you sit down, you feel uncomfortable. I would also avoid things like accessories that jangle around or things that you're going to fiddle with. On the day... I think it's a really good idea to have a kind of emergency kit that you put in your bag. Um, Things like a phone charger, (laughs) spare pair of tights if necessary. Um, And it's it's basically stuff which kind of prepares you for any disaster. So plasters are a good idea. You know, your shoe might rub and then you don't want to be in pain for the interview. Better to just have a few key items put in your bag and ready so that should something go wrong, your phone dies, you ladder your tights, you get a blister, etc. You're ready anyway and you can focus on doing a good job. I love a visualisation exercise. Um, I use them before I'm going into a big sporting event. Maybe I'm doing boxing and I'll visualise my fight and visualise winning. And I really think it helps a lot of athletes use this technique. And um, I want you to visualise the interview, the whole thing from start to finish. Um, Run through it in your mind, picture it. Listen out for what you can hear, what you can smell, and of course, what you can see. Um, From the moment you arrive at the venue, meeting the interviewer, shaking their hand confidently, sitting down with good posture, running through all the questions, making eye contact and smiling and laughing, even all of those things. Visualize yourself acing that job interview. Um, the whole way through, every step of the way. And you can do this more than once if you like beforehand because I think when your subconscious is prepared for success, um, you're more likely to actually follow um, in the path of, of the things you saw in your head. You're more likely for those things. It's more likely that those things will actually happen and come true. So, It's also a really calming thing to do Um, and it helps you to feel like every step is going to be absolutely fine. You're going to be okay and you're going to do a great job. Okay, on the big day, 
the big day of your interview. Right, on the big day of the interview, I want you to get there early, <laughs> really early. Um, even if you sit in a cafe around the corner for an hour beforehand, um, it's much better to be there um, ahead of time so you're not in a rush. Okay, that's the end of part one. Um, we, um, okay, that's the end of part one. We've covered the preparation for your job interview. We've gone through all the things you can do before the interview, before the big day to help you ace the job interview and be successful. Um, and all of these things, um, have been designed to play to your strengths, to work with your shyness, um, and, the fact that and all of these things have been designed to play to your strengths um, you've seen that each technique each idea I've mentioned is doable um, and it encourages you to prepare ahead of time which is something that's going to put you at ease make you feel much more confident on the day less nervous and show that show the interviewer that you um, you like to think deeply about things that you are diligent that you you have um, lots of good ideas and it's really going to help show you the best so it's really going to help to demonstrate all the great things that you have to offer right so that's the end of part one and I will be back very soon with part two where I'm going to talk about the big day and how you can ace that job interview um, in a way that works with your shyness rather than trying to get you to be something you're not. Which has got to be a good thing, right? Okay, I'll be back very soon. The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.